Runner on first base, two outs, and the pitch. The runner goes. The throw down to second base, the tag, he is out. And that is another caught stealing. Here we are, caught stealing with E. Marquez, and I'm coming to you in several. different situations um we have a position in baseball that is an interesting dynamic as you all know i'm a cubs fan find the cubs to be an interesting bunch now for quite a few now quite a few days um, and weeks, I figure out, I, I wonder on the Cubs' ability to score, okay? And here we have the Cubs still winning while not being a very good hitting team. So then it got me thinking. First, I relaxed a little bit, try to think about and wonder on the, um, the the grand scheme of things, right? So baseball is several things. Baseball is baseball is um, a game of failure, but it's also a game of noticing uh, and adapting to the ma the macro it's never really micro that's major league baseball there's nothing really micro about it if you overlook it uh you're gonna hurt yourself in the long run if, you know as a team and as a player that's why it's always even keel right even keel so several weeks ago or two two weekends ago August 22nd, the Cubs and White Sox played here in Chicago. Uh, even though the Cubs were in first place and have been in first place for quite a while, I thought that that was a telling game about the Cubs, because a telling series, because they were embarrassed. At least as a Cubs fan, I was embarrassed for the Cubs because the White Sox dominated them, and... Although the White Sox, an inept franchise, a uh, franchise has only been to the playoffs nine times in a hundred years, from twenty nineteen or nineteen nineteen, 
Uh, it might even be less than that. But um, they're not really something to... You, you, you shouldn't be getting dominated the way they got dominated. So, overall, um, I, I will look at it as the Cubs should always be playing. And... It's, it's, I mean, you know, you're not playing like winning. Like, this is the best era of the Cubs organization in 100 years. You know, since 2015, they've been a quality gem of a team, uh, gem of an organization, and, and they've been very prosperous. And, and overall, they've had this ability to overcome. I mean, really to overcome. If you look at the 2016 year, it's stat-driven, but if you look at it, they were down. They were still down in the playoff in this in the World Series, three to one. And they, you know, it was a roller coaster ride all year long. Even though they won a lot of games, it was still a roller coaster ride. And the the talent on the Cubs is a roller coaster ride. Kyle Schwarber can hit past 220. Uh Chris Bryant can't stay healthy. Uh Anthony Rizzo uh he, he kind of underachieves. He's been the steady constant, in all fairness. Um, Javi Baez, he's not, he's not, uh, he's not, um, so what I'm looking for, consistent. You know, uh, Wilson Contreras is not consistent. Great talents, just not consistent. So looking at, looking at overall, you know, it's still been, it's been quality the last five or so years, but it hasn't been dominating. And that's what it tells me. The White Sox, up-and-coming team, got a lot of talent. Um, there's really no scouting report for them yet. Uh, I think once the league gets used to them, it's going to be a problem. Their pitching should be better. It's not. Uh, the fact that they cannot score runs without hitting the ball out of the ballpark is a problem. But, you know, they're having fun. They're doing good. They're looking good. And this is the macro part. This is where I'm going to get into. It's about six, It's about 37 games right now. It's a 60-game season. You can't tell a team in 60 games. This is a sprint. And I thought that... There's going to be teams going after wins like a tournament style ball game, um, tournament uh, style of play. But it wasn't that. What it was was it, they just play like the way they play. They play like if they're playing in game 37 of a regular season. And that's not really how it's supposed to be. That's not really how you're supposed to win here now because. It is a short sprint. Uh, again, it's a short sprint to the to the finals. Now, we'll see how play, playoff baseball plays out because there's going to be 16 teams in that. And it should be interesting there. Pitching should dominate. If not, then it's going to be, you know, uh, it's going to be a slugfest and it's going to be a lot of fun. And then going through going through the whole season, if I look at the standings, you see what I'm talking about. The Cubs have a three-game lead on St. Louis, although St. Louis has only played 28 games. Uh, Cubs have played 
uh, 37 games, so they got nine games in hand. St. Louis has about 12 seven-inning games left. So they're three and a half on them. They're four on the Milwaukee in the loss column. They're six on the Cincinnati. So they're they're pretty much going to make the playoffs, barring any kind of choke job, which I, actually I thought was going to happen. Um, they're going to make the playoffs. Atlanta is three games up, no, two and a half games up on Philly, but Philly's got games in hand. I don't know how Philly's three games over 500. They're awful. They're an awful team to watch. Miami is uh, two games out in the loss column with games in hand. And the Mets are six games. So the Mets got to catch up Miami and Philadelphia to reach it. Don't look like Washington's getting any, anywhere close to the playoffs. Um, the Dodgers, 10 losses. They've already sealed the deal. San Diego has 16 losses. Colorado, 19. So, looks like San Diego, L.A., uh, Philly, Atlanta, and Chicago, St. Louis. And then the two wild card teams would be interesting. Would it be Miami? Would it be see, uh, Milwaukee, Miami, Mets, Colorado? We'll be see we'll see what happens in the American League. You have Tampa Bay, who's running away with the East. They're five game lead, fours in the loss column on New York and Toronto. They're running away with the East. This was impressive. Boston, I don't know. It's atrocious. It's absolutely awful. Um, uh, the 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 season is playing out in that way. It, it's playing out in a in a way of. Uh, you know, they're, they're, it's like a shortened 162-game season. It's not a tournament-style game. So I, I see, I, I, you know, this is why, this is what makes me believe that the Cubs feel good about going about, you know, the end of their season or getting towards the end of the season. I think that <clears throat> this is... There's some teams that are taking advantage of this short season, and there's other teams that are looking to gel and grow the chemistry. There's other teams that are looking to get the experience, and then there's other teams that are going through the motion, and I think that's where the Cubs are. If they didn't get to that off to that hot start, they would have probably shut down a lot of players, but I think that's where the case is. And overall, baseball's been exciting. Recently, you had... Some uh, some things going on with um, the Rays and Yankees, and you 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 had uh, you know, that 101 mile per hour going to the head of one of the Rays batters. The next day, he hits two home runs. Uh, the, I mean, the Nationals just falling apart. Brewers are getting demolished. I mean, they, I think they've lost six games out of eight to the Pirates, and they're just getting crushed. Uh, athletics look good. Uh, I didn't go through the West over there. Let me see the standings in the AO. So Cleveland and the White Sox. Uh, one, it's Cleveland, White Sox, and Minnesota. Detroit is creeping. It might be Cleveland, White Sox, Minnesota, and Detroit getting the playoffs because Toronto's not very good and and Seattle's awful. So there's no one else. I mean, the Angels are just god awful. But Oakland's 22 and 12. They're going to be getting in. And I think Oakland makes a run, deep, deep run. 
Um, <clears throat> but you look overall at the, at the season, it really hasn't played out with any kind of miraculous stats or play. If anything, it's good team play. Like the White Sox are doing well. Cubs are doing well. Um, twins, Indians are doing well. Indians, <clears throat> for a week, they couldn't hit the red side of a barn. But again, <clears throat> overall, MLB has been decent. Follow me on Instagram, Caught Stealing uh, Podcast. And um, on there, I'll, I'll, you'll see some clips. I have some clips on uh, just daily um, going on with with baseball. I'm just doing some different things with baseball and, because you got to get into more detail. The trade deadline came and went. The only big deal was Indians Clevenger to the Padres. So and then there, there's there's been some fantastic play by by Nolan Arenado and and uh, Tatis Jr. But nothing else that has been overwhelming uh, besides several player performances. But again, it's been amazing with the it's been incredible with 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 these individual performances. But again, we had to see down the stretch. I'm really interested in seeing. <clears throat> Damn it. Sorry, guys. I'm really interested in seeing what happens uh, down the stretch. Here. We only got two weeks left. Uh, what? The Cubs are at the uh, 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 uh. Cubs are 30, 22 and 15. So that's 37 games. They only have 20, 22, 23 games left. So that's less than a month. I mean, less than two weeks, two and a half weeks. So they got some double headers thrown in there. So there you go. I think it's a shortened, it's a shortened episode because. I wanted to get into more detail about the White Sox and the Cubs series and then the Mets and Yankees series. I also want to do some of that, too. Uh, it, it's fun to see. It's fun to see these guys and, and they're basically getting excited and getting up and getting energy with themselves. And there's no fans. But some of the Cubs players are on record of saying they would love to see the White Sox in the World Series because when they're with the fans around. And that's when I got that idea that 2020 is just, you know, going through the motion for the Cubs. But again, if you don't play hard, you get injured. So this offseason, I expect the Cubs to be doing a lot of work. I expect a lot of players to be moving because there's not going to be a lot of money. Or is there some teams that have allocated their dollars well and they're creating more money? I know in the Cubs situation, their payroll uh, drops dramatically. In the next three years, Cubs are going to be dropping about 60 to 80 to $100 million in payroll unless they add more, but they should be. Right now, they're third in the major leagues in payroll, and they should be adding a whole bunch more to um, because of the amount of money they just print, even during a pandemic. But, yeah, they, it should be interesting. should see what happens. And then the Yankees, with their ability not to stay healthy, is kind of the the thing that that should open some eyes. I do see some players ending their tenure with the Yankees because I think the front office is, is fed up with it. I think Stanton and his injuries are ridiculous. Aaron Judge getting injured is ridiculous. Uh, Glybor Torres getting injured is ridiculous. You cannot get injured the way they're getting injured. And they've done this several years. They've had a dominant team and they walk around 
and their announcers and their uh, media people, their beat writers say, well, when these guys get out of the bus, you got, you know, they're intimidating, but they can never stay healthy. Uh, Boston Red Sox have to do some drastic stuff. I expect them to make some moves, some heavy duty moves. Uh, I also expect some moves done from Colorado, from Arizona. I expect them to make some moves because there's not a lot of influx of talent coming up. There's a talent, there, the talent, there's some young talent already in the big leagues that are prospects. But again, there's not a lot of influx of talent coming up. So it's going to be a steady dose of, of parity um, in the next few years. So there's going to be chances for teams such as the White Sox because they got a lot of guys sealed up on contracts that they can make a run. But again, adversity has to hit these teams. And how do they react when adversity hits them? That's the key. Well, there you go. Short version, call stealing, uh, E. Marquez. You know, I just got to get out there. Got to let you guys know that I'm still here. Check me out on, on um, Instagram because I'm going to be posting some more videos of some great plays. And 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 I'm the next episode is going to be all about shifts and how they are awful. They're the worst thing in baseball. It's unbelievable how the shift continues to happen. It, you know, shifting in your own place, in your own position is fine. But to shift drastically is ridiculous. So next episode will be about shifts. Stay tuned and... Um, We'll come back, all right? Thanks again. This is Call Stealing with E. Marquez.